electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. It's Jim Cramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. Welcome to Q2 earnings season. We're already knee deep in Goldman, J.P. Morgan, Pepsi, although futures are dipping here on these hotter than expected consumer inflation numbers up 5-4 year on year. Biggest jump since 08 as the transitory debate rages on 10 year 138. Our roadmap, though, begins with earnings uh, getting underway. J.P.M. and Goldman rolling out results. Plus, shares of Boeing, they, well, we're going to keep an eye on them, taking a hit perhaps after saying the company will cut production of its 787 Dreamliner. And, quote, an unusual and even rare Fauci commenting on the FDA's new warning label on J&J's COVID vaccine. We've got details on that. Uh, Dive right into bank earnings, though, Jim. I know you were talking about Goldman with uh, the guys on Squawk. Some of these overall revenue numbers, you literally have to triple check. Because it doesn't, the actual number versus consensus doesn't look right. Well, uh, look, sometimes you get numbers where, uh, let's take Goldman. I mean, they had a huge quarter last year because that was the COVID quarter. And they just completely delivered and beat it. I mean, th- this investment banking division it, it is a miracle. I mean, I can't believe how much money. David, 10% over return on equity, by the way. Remember when you felt that they might not be able to uh, they they were after the crisis, high digits? It was unclear to me they'd ever hit double digits, and here yeah. they are in the 20s on return on Amazing. equity. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And, you know, look, there's the usual sniping back and forth, by the way, between Goldman and J.P. Morgan. I mean, these two, I mean can, grown, grown people <laughs> telling me. But competitive people. Yeah, like, hey, listen, it's all private equity. No, it's not. Private equity did really well at Goldman, but they're taking it off balance sheet. It's not. It's, it's, it's not the way they made the court. Okay. J.P. No. Morgan, just at L- also, a level. I want to come back to that. Well, we because, will. But uh, there's a level yeah. of consistency to J.P. Morgan that, frankly, I love. Okay. I just love it. Okay. Uh, they're not, people are not borrowing as much as I'd like yet. Spending is, is starting to go up. But uh, trading down was less, trading was less than expected than Jamie spoke last time. Of course, Jamie, David, I mean, you know, Cher. Yes, we go by the first names. Yeah, Cher, yes. yeah, Cher right. is not Cher, the singer. It's Steve Cher, the Steve Cher, CFO who's actually of Goldman Sachs. And not a yes. sniper. Not Although a sniper. he may be a good singer. We don't know. No, he's yeah. not a good singer. Oh, he's not? No. Okay. And, and he doesn't spin either. Uh, consumer is crazily healthy from J.P. Morgan. And I know people are going to talk about the CPI and talk about how uh, it's running too hot. If I were Jay Powell, which I'm clearly not, uh, what would happen is he wears white shirt and blue tie. That's what he does. Uh, I would say, you know what? Maybe some people are finally making money. We're not going to sit here and just say used cars. We got to race. Okay? We're not going to sit here and say freight. Now, freight, ConAgra, Hurt, PepsiCo, able to pass on costs because they're doing so well in Pepsi, in uh, soda, carbonated. They don't like to call and it carbonated just, beverages. All over. So you move from J.P. Morgan right to the CPI, kind of, seamlessly. Our viewers may not be keeping up, but I am. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. It's, as you said, Jim, earlier before, it's a tense day. we got a lot to digest. It's lot a tense day. I'm trying to fit it all in in yes. one little place here. But, but just looking at the way JPM's trading versus Goldman, um, 
the reserve releases at JPM, the miss on net interest income, are those but, not liabilities relative to what Goldman printed? I thought that they could have, they, look, they could have very easily said that there's a change to their net interest income guide, and they did not. I regarded that as positive. Right, right. Right. Uh, and there's uh, Jamie talking about the quarter benefiting from a significant reserve release. Of course, they don't get credit, you know, and he doesn't no. want credit for that it was three no. over three billion, wasn't it? Right. Uh, but that does have the effect of, of pushing earnings up revenues, not did, up. Did in investment, investment banking. banking. Oh, don't you <laughs> buy me Jinx. a Coke. <laughs> Go ahead. Is that what we do? Yeah, yes. when you say uh, you've both never done this, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the playground's like yeah. Yeah, 40 years exactly. ago. Exactly. Right. I'm just saying that you, I wish that I came back. The people at Facebook and Google maybe actually say, you know what, those guys are making money. Right. You know, they're like so used to saying those Eastern idiots. No, the investment banking numbers are very good. They are. And, and trading does seem, I mean, all these firms will tell you they've made market share gains. Um, and it does appear, you know, the trading business to some extent has flowed from some of the European banks that we know. Are having We're issues. pulling back. Arkegos, um, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much. And obviously, JPM, Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs, certainly among the beneficiaries there. But I wanted to come back to asset management on Goldman Sachs because they like to push this, but it's true. It's got the added benefit of being true. You know, they, they have been arguing they should be getting a higher multiple because yes. of a recurring yes. revenue stream they have from asset management. And, uh, and then, obviously, you're going to have uh, quarters where they have enormous gains from their private equity investments. Right. Their argument has been... No, we got a Blackstone that's been buried in Goldman Sachs, right. alternative assets that we don't get credit for. But there's a look, $5.13 billion. That was obviously a huge year-over-year number. Uh, and then they also had $3.7 billion in gains, Jim, from, um, from public and private investments. That's, that's right. private equity. Now, you're not always going to have those kinds of gains. No, but they have. But Right. They have but they did. And they raised seventy five billion dollars in new funds. Was that not amazing? Um, and that's all, by you know, the way, recurring revenue. So that's you know. not using the balance sheet. That's just raising money. And that is a la uh, the Blackstone kind of a business where you'd hope to get a higher multiple. Perhaps. And you're not mentioning Apple. I think Apple's starting to move the needle there. Oh, the Apple, the Apple card. card. I think it's starting to move the needle. I'll tell you one thing we don't mention much is that consumer. Remember Marcus? Remember how we would spend time well, talking app, yeah, about that? Right, that's Apple. It doesn't. Yeah, but it adds up to nothing. What is it? But no, no, no. I mean, well, net revenues and consumer banking were three hundred and sixty-three million dollars. Okay, well, that's nothing. That's a rounding error. Nothing. But Although, I, I like Apple. Uh, expenses down seventeen. We'll get your attention at Goldman, Jim, uh, as people start to look at areas of operating leverage. Right. 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 Very much. You know what I really loved about Goldman? Some people tell me net interest income was downgraded by cut by J-Point. What I loved about it is I now question the need to work at the office. You now question it. With these wealth management numbers, why come back? They're doing so much better. So it, it, I'd make them stay at the Hamptons full time. <laughs> but they're not. The they're, they're bad. They're already No, but these numbers, these numbers say Are, don't come back. I know. These numbers, these numbers say that don't come back. Solomon's wrong. And when he comes on our show at 940, oh, he's on Will's show. Okay. Yeah. Um, but this is the question to ask, which is that why do they have to come back? These are the numbers I've always dreamed of. And it's obviously hybrid. And well, I think Solomon's got a, you know, well, he's got the, the, he has the, the food investment trucks were in the building already this quarter. They were. Yeah, but wealth management, no. Because they come back because they have food trucks no, in right. front? The food trucks. He wants them back. No, I mean. Uh, Jamie, but Jamie Diamond wants them back at J.P. Morgan. Well, but Gordon wants Haney's, them back at Morgan Stanley. This hybrid model's uh, better. Back. Hybrid model's better. Goldman itself, Jan Hatzius, has a note out this morning about productivity in large part because about travel and uh, entertainment yes. going away. The, the 
efficiency of remote work. It's going to add to productivity for years. I, I think that there's really going to have to be, uh, they're going to have to re-rethink coming back. I think that what they're going to do is have a two tracks. If you've made it, okay. You don't if have to come back. Dr- you, don't, you don't have to. So like when you if, make partner, you get some kind it, of remote it's license? Like, it's like at a law firm. You're at a law firm where when you're an associate, you work like a dog so that the partners don't have to work hard. But it's an apprenticeship business, so you kind of need the people you're apprenticing to to be there if you're going to learn anything. Sorcerer's Apprentice? What the hell are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. That's, what they all, that's the way they all, like to all Beethoven. talk about it. You, you, you yourself I, have talked about your, it's, own, your indoctrination yeah, at the it's firm. The culture. From, it's culture. It's how I learned. No, and and if, I got a lot of blowback if on you, that. If you I got a lot of blowback. was you learned from? I don't know. Was it Bill Tepper? Gruber, Richard Menchel? Yeah. No, Dave Tepper. No, Dave Tepper stood on the now desk actually and younger than said you are, that I was, well, we have very similar, except for I don't know the Panthers. Anyway, whoever the old guys were that you learned from, right? They were guys who mortified me, made a fool of me. They stood on desks and commented that I was a, an idiot and a buffoon. And that, that's how you learn. Right. But I, am, I come back to the fact that how do you do this well if you're not in the office? And the answer is exactly what you said. It's productivity. Uh, costs are lower. People are doing such a great job. I'm now beginning that the tracks are, there's three tracks. There's you got to go to the office if you're young. Hamptons, Palm Beach. <laughs> You're right. Well, that's retired. Retired partner. Oh, not Beach. anymore, partner. I really? Mean, well, not partner. Can I director. be a retired partner and go to Palm Beach? <laughs> you, can I be your retired partner? I believe me. Has it not occurred to me? Uh, Has no. it not been on the agenda? No. I know. But my wife, well, my wife, wife lived in Delray for three months. Yeah. We can't wait to hear more from Solomon at, at, at 3 o'clock with Wilfred Frost. Uh, that, oh, you yeah, had says, to do that, huh? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's going to be one of the key Wilford. issues to that's talk about. That's great. I don't think either one of us are going to listen to a word of it. I'm out of going, protest? Yeah. I am going to... You know what I'm, I'm going to do? I'm going to spin... I'm spinning 70s and 80s music. You want to drop by my you place. You want to tell me what's going on? We'll talk separately. Yeah. I'm not listening to that interview. No, I'm Protesting. Not I'm going to mix it up with a little... Um, we got a spot right here at the end of the desk. He can sit there. I'm going to Solomon. mix it up with a little Avicii. Avicii and Jackson 5. Like it. I like it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jim did mention uh, the inflation number. Uh, Nine-tenths month on month. Uh, core, nine-tenths as well. Used cars, Jim, it's a third of the increase. Well, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to pin that down. By the way, you just get to see the small business optimism 1.02. It's much better than expected. I'm trying to pin down. Ex- Ooh, I do. I'm trying to pin down exactly what is crushing. And it keeps coming back to the same thing. It's they can't get the semis for the new. So you have to get the used. I mean, this is like F-150 is trading through the new and uh, because the new is illusory. You, do you so know a lot of this the, is used cars? I mean, five. No, no, used cars, one third. Right. But that's a, it's, it's, it's actually the biggest increase since data began in 53. Well, the average car dealer has about a tenth of the cars on the lot they had last year. Now, what does that say? And that's a lot of that. Believe it or not, is not just semi shortage. It's how. It's all the great semiconductor companies. Here I'm speaking about NVIDIA, uh, AMD. They're all chasing high-performance computing. They're not chasing full-featured semis. And because they're not doing full-featured, don't call them dumb. Full-featured semis, like who cares? We want to chase Google's business. We want, we want the business from, uh, from Facebook. They don't want the business from the auto, so they're not making full-featured. But business, Global yeah. Foundry is going to save us, even as Taiwan Semi may not. Global Foundry is stepping it up big. You right. should get to know them. I, I will. You keep talking about this thing getting resolved by before the end of the year. Yeah, I do. Hey, listen, I was the guy who first called the pandemic, and then I was the first guy who called the vaccine. So give me. I'm two for two. 
Yeah. I'm hitting more home runs than that guy last night from that clown team. Uh, I don't know who you're talking about, but my team has the greatest home run derby. Do you know how much that guy's making this year? Yeah, six hundred and sixty thousand. Well, I'm going to write him a check. He's like, that's ridiculous. Pete Alonso is who we're talking about. Of he's making six hundred. He got more from the home run derby than he makes. Home run derby for the we got Bryce Harper. We're paying him seven hundred and forty million. Is that all? I know. No. Yeah, but he's going to get a trillion dollars. Is this ESPN right here? Is this around? I'm, I'm paying a dollar just, more a month for this? A, no, you're absolutely right. I really apologize about more that. A month yeah. for this. I yeah. apologize about that. But Global Foundries is the one that's going to solve our crisis. Really, really quick, on inflation, Jim, uh, B of A has their fund manager survey. And inflation expectations, <laughs> meaning those who expect higher inflation a year out, 22%. Down 42% month on month. Really? So, I mean, that was obviously print, published but before CPI. Free? But we have to solve free. It's drivers. We talked to Raymond LaGuardia, who, by the way, had a quarter this morning from PepsiCo that was magnificent. Talk uh, about 6% growth. I mean, just an unbelievable quarter. Just taking share everywhere. But what is the problem? It's freight. It's drivers. Drivers all over the world. I don't know what happened. That is something that can't be solved uh, in the next year. Not enough drivers. I don't know how it happened, but everyone's mentioning it. You know, I've got to try to pin down the ConAgra miss, by the way. Yeah. We're the big guy down. Yep. And uh, highest inflation hitting Q- uh, Q1 and then decelerating from there. So that's that's in keeping. Yep. But, but LaGuardia is not willing to call a top in inflation. And when you're the best and you don't call a top, you relieve the raggedy rest to others. Yeah, we did get a div hike out of ConAgra, uh, but uh, right in line of what General Mills told us a few weeks ago, Jim. Exactly right. Uh, when we come back, uh, there's Boeing news, uh, cutting production of the 787 Dreamliner. Uh, news is weighing on the stock. We'll explain what they told us this morning. Take a look at futures here as we are digesting earnings, inflation, uh, macro and micro. Squawk on the Street continues in a minute. Every day. Thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Sheyi, a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. 
Boeing's moving lower in the pre-market. The company says it's cutting the production rate for its 787 Dreamliner to deal with a new production-related structural issue. Boeing now expects to deliver fewer than half of the roughly 100 Dreamliners in inventory this year instead of the, quote, vast majority it had previously predicted. Meanwhile, uh, we got an upgrade at Boeing. Uh, over yeah. at Wolf, they say if airlines can run their business with more debt and more cash on the balance sheet long term, that's good for BA. Look, they have one of the worst set of facts I've dealt with. I mean, now it's the nose. I mean, there's 787. Is, you know, they're going to tell you, listen, we're not making soap or we're not making toothpaste. Um, I'd like to see Mr. Calhoun spend a little more time on the factory floor, a little less time uh, in some places I'm working on. And what I cannot believe, frankly, is the endless stream of bad news. And now, by the way, when you start cutting production, David, you start speaking about cash flow. Okay. And cash flow was held together. But, David, the question will be, if you're not making it now, they did have very good deliveries, by the way, of the max, but they not did. enough. But the question, David, is do they have the money to be able to, um, right now, do fine, or do they need to do an equity offering? I do not know the answer to that. Uh, they have, obviously, a lot of debt. We all remember the seminal debt offering, right, $25 billion that The Sunday night turned, debt offering? Turned the market Steve Mnuchin calls you, says we're okay. But they have a lot more debt even than that, Jim. Uh, they but sure do. Obviously, investors are assured because of the cash flow. Uh, they got a dividend. Where's the yield now? Uh, I mean, no, me? they got nothing. Right? Wait, no dividend. the yield now? Was that like no rhetorical? Dividend. Yeah. So it's vicious. No, I got to tell you, I don't like what's happening there. And, but and when what, you talk what, to them, you really very, think they might need to actually have an equity offer? No, I would do that. I got a new CFO. I could right at the beginning say, okay, this is the time. You got to do it this quarter. If you're going to do it, you got to do it this quarter because this is how you get a pass. Well, their I'm investor just, base has hung on with them, haven't they? they just, well, because, they believe, because you know, the, it's an open story. And that's why, look, why do I stick as, with Boeing? I was why do I stick the, with Boeing for my travel trust other than the fact that I'm a knucklehead? Yeah. Because I genuinely believe that when travel returns, but I'm not doing it for China. Because, I mean, that story last week, the Reuters-China story, mm-hmm. what is that, like President Xi? Well, you know, we didn't even speak to the man. And by the way, like, anything that we do, anything the United States does right now, he counters it's like a giant chess match of which we're playing checkers. They're playing chess. But I do believe that Boeing has to, the CEO has to get to Seattle. He has to get to South Carolina. He has to tell us why this keeps happening. Why? Why does this keep happening? I don't have an answer for you, Jim. Well, no, no, it's just. You're just you, asking no, you, the question. Jim, you're right. He should be there. What's that's, he doing? That, that's is he like say. at Lake Sunapee or something in New Hampshire? I mean, what is he doing? You're supposed to. Maybe he's working from home. Oh, like the Goldman guys that put up the big I guess, numbers. I mean, I, I guess the question would be these production issues are not new. We went through it before with other uh, well, aircraft. But does it really affect the long-term order cycle? The, the, well, the 20, 30-year order cycle or backlog? They are so lucky that it's just Airbus. That's the lock. That's the, 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 the duopoly. Have. They're blessed yeah. by the duopoly. They are just. I mean, if this were if this were Morgan Stanley versus Goldman Sachs versus J.P. Morgan, they'd be losing the share left and right. If it were, but it, it's more Pepsi versus Coke, and um, in the end, people still drink soda. But I just have to tell you, I'm sick about what's happening. Sick, and everybody should be because Boeing's a national treasure. 
Uh, well, certainly shares are going to reflect the news uh, this morning. We are going to get Kramer's mad dash. We'll count down to the opening bell. We're coming off of uh, 10 record closes for the S&P in just 12 days. That's the most for a 12-day period since the 60s. Hat tip to Bespoke on that. We're back in a moment. Wow. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Time for a mad dash. The year, let's call it, what is it? Flashback, 1998, 1998 where we talk about Nokia all the time. 58 in uh, August of 1998. Well, David, Nokia <laughs> is back. And remember, we're talking about Espoo, Finland is where the de- deadline is. But, I mean, that's for the dateline. But get this. What is Nokia? What do you mean, what is Nokia? Why it's not they, a handset provider why do they anymore. Call really. Nokia? Why more, do they call it Nokia? I don't know. It's a river in That's Finland. That's what I thought it was. All right, this That's number this morning was so good that they're basically saying, listen, we got to raise our first performance to an evidence of this good cost control, benefited from the strength in a number of our end markets. David, the question is, is this Huawei versus Nokia? I don't know, but take a look at that chart. That, well, there you go. Yeah, you, if you bought it right here, well, yeah, yeah. you know. Well, that's, where's the iPhone? Yeah, then I the I, iPhone's not like till around there, right? So, well, you know, they or, were out of it. Yeah, well, that's where it did. And then this is just wandering in the wilderness. And then it's Nokia. A lot of telecom, it's a lot of telecom equipment now. Let's not forget. It's not. Yeah. yeah it's but not just handsets. No, it's not no, handsets but, at all. No, no, I don't no, even it's, know. It's systems. It's systems. Right. But David, I question whether this is the beginning of, of the year. Well, maybe Erickson comes back. Remember, we were trying to Remember make Lucent Trump begin. Yeah, yeah Rich McGinn, yeah. CFO of Lucent. Who is Lucent. it? The CFO of Lucent when? In the 90s. I don't remember. CFO of Pfizer. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, right. Frank Emilio. Yeah. Fantastic guy. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't want that chasm. Remember, they got the patent cliff coming? Yeah, I remember meeting that. with him and Richmond again. Well, don't they bring that ago. up. Wow. Wait, bring that up. Okay, so look. Well, um, we know what's happened to telecom equipment. I mean, it's not a no, bad lesson to learn, Jim. No, but I'm saying that I mean, we Lucent shut down Lucent was a dominant Walmart. company for a while, and then Ericsson. Well, Lucent I mean, ruled the Nokia, world. Nokia. Lucent was like the Triceratops. And, and then the world. everything, yeah. No, but, and no, then but I'm Chinese. Is, could this be the revenge? Could this be because we shut down Huawei? Everybody knows we shut down. Go talk to Marvell Tech, okay? Go talk to Marvell Tech. They'll tell you. Like, hey, we couldn't do business with Huawei. Nokia... I get that joke, by the way. Oh, thank you. All right. We've got an opening bell coming up after this. By the way, you can catch us anytime, anywhere. Listen to and follow the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. Start today. Good read. J&J shares are down in the pre-market. The FDA adding a warning label to the company's COVID-19 vaccine to warn of a very small incidence of the rare neurological disorder known as Guillain-Barre syndrome. Meantime, Jim, uh, the journal says they're exploring uh, modifications to the vaccine to address the rare instances of blood clotting. Yeah, I mean, these are, they are rare. Of course, if you get it, it's not rare. It's terrible. But J&J has been the subject of a lot of controversy versus Pfizer and Moderna. Now, the NIH just came out and said that people who received both doses of the Pfizer uh, and Moderna, uh, 
a Moderna vaccine uh, had uh, were, it could be effective for years. Now, my problem with that is when I spoke to Dr. Topol, he says, how do you know? How do you know? We have no data. We have no there's just there's there, there's no science. But you have to believe that they are uh, they work pretty well. Pfizer, Moderna, they J&J, obviously, if we look at the death rate. J&J must be doing OK because it doesn't seem like that anyone's seriously ill. Thankfully, if you get the vaccine, it's uh, nine, I mean, ninety nine point five or whatever the number is of people, unfortunately, I think dying right now are ones who were unvaccinated. And in fact, Dr. Fauci, really quick, was talking about uh, vaccine policy this morning on Squawk. There are always, and we've seen it already, uh, unusual and even rare adverse events associated with vaccines. With all the vaccines, you'll see that. Every time it's been examined, the conclusion has come firmly that the benefit of the vaccine far outweighs any risk of an adverse event. Uh, The vaccines that have been given emergency use authorization in the United States are all highly effective vaccines. And I think we can say that with a degree of confidence. Meantime, opening bell here at the NYSC at the big board at Sonic Shares, celebrating the recent launch of the Sonic Shares Airlines Hotels Cruise Lines ETF at the NASDAQ Electric Last Mile Solutions, celebrating its recent listing via SPAC. So Emer- emergency, okay, emergency. We've had hundreds of millions of vaccines. Why is the FDA still using an emergency del- a declaration when they gave the Biogen, which, believe me, has become a real sore point because it was 10 and 0. 10 out of 10 on the panel said, don't use this. This should not be authorized Biogen. Shouldn't be approved. And the FDA approved it. Yeah. So how have they not approved these vaccines? I don't know the answer. I know you keep asking. Well, because, because if you had approval, then you could order. You could order. If you were a major company, you could say, OK, listen, um, everyone has to take this. Well, and now the uh, government's going to look at whether Medicare will cover uh, Adjuhelm. Uh, and that, that decision is going to take about nine months. Very questionable. Yeah. Of course, uh, over in London, they're talking about having a vaccine passport, which is you know, considered to be a violation of civil liberties here. But we got, you know, the Magna Carta is where we cribbed a lot of stuff from, David. Well, it's in, it's in the U.K. There's a report out today that Disneyland Paris is going to really? require a sanitary pass, they call it, starting next week. JPEG's starting to make some good moves. Is that because you, the stock went up 4.5% yesterday, so that's why you're saying that? The facts are changing in a more positive light. It, good set of facts. It's actually been a, a nice breakout it, from it's the real. downtrend. It has. It's real. Yeah. Disney uh, was they're, a, cha- they're talking more about the SPN. It's still a significant underperformer this year, but it's broken into the green. Did you get the six, at 6.15, the did you get the ESPN uh, price increase? 6.15 p.m. I think it's Morgan Stanley this morning has a pretty bullish note. Is that Jessica? Yeah, yeah. they do. And I do they like do. the fact no, that they're Benjamin talking about Swinburne. the parks. Yeah, Benjamin Swinburne. They're talking about the they parks. They have been overweight, and they uh, obviously, like, I oh. think the move yesterday was in part on the Black Widow numbers. Black Widow was un- an unbelievable yes. movie. Box and office, but also what they were able to accomplish with Disney Plus by having people pay. We talked about it no, a lot no, yesterday. No, there's some things you going on. the movie. But we they're talking that. about people going out again. I think any parks commentary is a good sign. I do believe that there are a lot of people in this country who are saying, do you do you have a physician? Those who don't get vaccinated. I mean, you go to the, if you go to a doctor, OK, a real doctor and you say, look, I'm not getting vaccinated. They say, what's the point of the physical? We're not going to give you a physical. I mean, in New York, 
you have a doctor, David, did your doctor say, I don't know, Trump didn't really like it? I didn't ask my doctor. I just went and got vaccinated. It wasn't really something I needed to ask my doctor about. Well, God, could and you thankfully, just give me everybody one? else in my could family you just got vaccinated. One? Just say, you know, Jim, yeah, it is hard to imagine a doctor saying, could you just do that for me? No, I can't do it. can't do it. I just can't do it. Carl, what do I do? Uh, well, how about we, we, we touched on Pepsi, but that it looks like it's going to be a new high. Uh, 151. Uh, organic revenue, almost 13 percent, which if you don't co- follow Pepsi, hardly ever happens to get it, organic it's revenue. Wart is a miracle worker. OK. And by the way, we're going to have to hear what James says. James Quincy, because I've got to tell you, I, I, I don't think they're just taking share from um, from uh, Dr. Pepper. You think they're taking Coke? You're, wait, oh, you're saying, I'm sorry, you're saying Pepsi's taking share from Coke. I think or so. Or questioning whether And, and by the way, you can't beat Frito-Lay. They can raise price. Uh, they have that daily distribution system that is fantastic. They are taking aisle space. Gatorade plus 20, all right? Gatorade, I don't know if you like the new diet Gatorade, David, if you work out, but it is sweeping the nation. It was a great... In- I'm listening. I'm listening about the Gatorade. No, it's actually, I'm not really fascinated, Jim, because we talk about ConAgra and General Mills falling victim to yes. input. But Starbucks, you see the breakout on Starbucks with coffee prices? 50 percent. 50 percent of Starbucks's sales in this country are cold. Now, LaGuardia confirmed to me cold. The remember they have a deal with Starbucks. Cold is crushing it. People want cold. Look at that. And that's with a big David. That's with China. He's talking <laughs> with, with his back to you. Let's move over here. He's a, yeah, I'm over here. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's yeah. with China. Remember, we're all worried about China. Nike. Nike, Apple, and Starbucks are our, you, our triumvirate you, that we worry about China with. Right. Because it's very important to their business. They're the way, China it's funny, by China. They are. And we don't put Tesla in there, even though maybe we should, too. It's important for them. But they make Goldman a lot in numbers China Tesla. for China. Goldman raised numbers Tesla today. Uh, the why. Um, the banks guys are not performing well, despite well, what was effusive up. praise here uh, for the well, quarters that we've seen so far from JPM and Goldman Sachs. Big. Well, yeah, although they were up in the in well, the Goldman first. should not be down for. I mean, it did rally twenty points into the quarter. It did. It did. Uh, this and is it was typical. a very strong quarter, but it is typical. Of and the, tomorrow, of, Goldman, I mean, the window the opens. You see a positive response to earnings, regardless. Goldman, look, JP Morgan was last week on thir- at Thursday. JP Morgan was one fifty. Okay. If the Yahoos hadn't taken it up to 157, they'd do fine. I recommended selling these yesterday on Mad Money. That's a show at 6 o'clock. I know you're really busy. I am typically quite busy at that point. That's true. Busiest time of my day. <laughs> you know, we have a podcast you can watch at any time. Pool. No, it's just... <laughs> I'm usually out of the pool if by Apple then, doesn't I'm, develop... I'm drying off. It takes a long Apple time. should develop... What? Uh, yeah. They should develop buds that you could wear in the pool so you can listen to the podcast. Uh, our podcast? To listen to our show again? No. <laughs> there is oh, some... the Mad Money podcast. Got it. There... Do you ever drive on the West Side? <laughs> yeah, I heard the billboard changed. Who's got it? It, it was Tech Check. Now it's him. Nice. Do we have a... Uh, how, we have... how big is your head? 50 feet? It's, it's 70 feet? can't get through the doors, yeah. my wife said. <laughs> no way. My wife was horrified. You get that billboard all the time. My wife was horrified. You get that billboard all the time. Uh, Jim, there is, some, a little bit. there is some pronounced weakness in semis. I don't know what, whether or not that ties to the inflation discussion or not. Well, I, you know, I, I think that doesn't make much sense. I mean, Taiwan semi, 
which was, oh, geez, I don't know, somebody's up a couple of bucks now. It's only up a little bit. Uh, Advanced Micro has been struggling with this with this 90 level. NVIDIA, I think people are starting to say when they read that, I, I can't believe people are still paying, thinking it's an Ethereum story. Forget that. Texas Instruments uh, and analog devices are the ones to buy if you want simple because they are, in, in, you know, they are IoT. Internet of Things, David. Uh, there's a fair amount of uh, work out today. Cowan's got a piece on the supplemental, the, ch- the child-related supplemental stimulus that will start going out this week. Oh, wow. They and point that's to what, some I'm, retailers that are going to benefit, target among them, new high today. American Eagle Outfitters. We had Levi's on last week, a Chip Berg. It's the denim cycle, David. You know that the denim cycle is gigantic. Yes. Um, and I'm looking at, once again, Simon Properties. Uh, David Simon is killing it. A-Malls. He's in the a Well, that's a nice opportunity, American Eagle, right there. But I'm sure people are going to say, well, wait a second, the CPI, the CPI. But, but that child, I'm so glad you mentioned that because this is still one more example. You know, they get that money. They don't burn it. They don't put it in the closet. They go to the mall and they buy. They go to Target. Brian Cornell, unsung, unsung, Whitestone, PepsiCo, Whitestone. What does Whitestone and PepsiCo have to do with each other? Because he's from Queens. Yeah, that's Brian Cornell. Well, he was at PepsiCo before. Oh, he was at PepsiCo. Yeah. Okay, right, before he ran Target. Okay. Well, you really expect everybody to keep up with you on that? Yeah. Let's get back to Simon Property for a second, because that, that is a move. That stock's doubled, more than doubled over the David last year. To- Obviously, David told were, you. People were very concerned about too, the future of the mall, even prior to the pandemic, not to mention during it, the question as to whether people would ever return. Um, but the A malls have hung in there, yeah. I guess, to your point. And there's a lot of money out there that's mm. potentially going to be spent by the consumer. Did you ever speak to him the savings the rate when it was going it was? down? Uh, I think I may have. He, it was really always one side of him to speak to. Yeah, he's very confident. Thirty-three billion he's in a, dividends. He's a very confident. Thirty-three. They did complete, How are you, David? They did complete How are you the Taubman acquisition after a renegotiation. They, they, they fantastic. Yeah. They're, they are now, along with uh, with with, with uh, authentic brands. Breathing life into things like Forever Twenty One, into JC Penny. They're breathing. That right, is David. That is the you have to do mouth to mouth in that. I know mouth to mouth is no longer. Hey, it's it's CPR. Yeah. Well, you want to compress. You don't necessarily have look to. like that first baseman of yours. <laughs> Pete Alonso. He doesn't even know how to celebrate. The polar bear. It's like, what does that mean? Jim, you got a ton of engagement on Twitter uh, when you tweeted AMC buyers hold. You want to expand on that? Well, I just think that they have to stop. This is a crucial level. I mean, they can't let it. They can't have AMC go down anymore. And it just keeps going down, even though I think that, you know, you could look at the numbers for what uh, Disney did. I love the fact that Disney broke out the numbers, by the way. That's another thing that JPEX doing right. Broke out the numbers and the theater business was okay. Really not that bad. But ever since Adam Aaron said he wasn't going to do an equity offering, how do you like the stunning decline in the stock? So buyer's hold is really a reference to Mel Gibson in Braveheart. Mm -hmm. Hold the line. Yes. They are not holding. Right. The meme guys are into some. Now, the new pump and dumps are really extraordinary. You guys catching some of them today? Well, you did one last week. Don't mention it again. But no, they got a whole new bunch of a new bunch of pump. CRTD. That's a nice pump and dump. Um, It's a really good pump and dump. There's a OSAT. Looks like a good pump and dump. Uh, I I mentioned these. I had a thing last night about how full Gary Gensler's plate is. 
So I said, I, I, I promised to point some of these things out. Um, David. Another volatile stock is Virgin Galactic Space, which we should, uh, yesterday, of course, we watched it open up on the success of the mission. And then down after they announced a uh, plan to sell half a billion dollars worth of stock, that stock following uh, those losses yesterday is down another, let's call it 5%. There you see Virgin Galactic. But let's not forget, this was a one-time SPAC way back, remember, 10. So it's still been a very strong performer. One of the early companies to... Uh, of the waves, certainly. Well, that was, you know, they got too excited. De- back quite some The time. memesters and the Kathy. You know, it was a Woodstock. Yes. Yes. It was. Very much so. Um, Ark. Yeah. Jeez, Wood. they missed the Stock. cue. They missed it. They missed the cue Woodstock. They missed it. <laughs> and they missed back, Wow, too. that was a silver platter. I know. Can, can you arrange both. us for us to have a soundboard where we get to trigger yeah, our own graphics we? from here? That was a silver. Can that, that happen? blue plate okay. special. Uh, I brought them the head of Alfredo Garcia. <laughs> um, you mentioned AMC, though. IMAX, not exactly the same business model, but IMAX is almost at a five-month low, Wow, uh, Jim. That's amazing because Gelfond's been on every day, and it just hasn't helped. And he told a very compelling story yesterday, but it doesn't matter. I mean, people are going, maybe this is Delta Force. It's got to be Delta. Right. You don't want to go. I mean, that's why one of the reasons why Black Widow did so well, Delta. Oh, I see. Concern, but you're saying it did well at home. Well, I mean, Delta makes you feel like, let's say you didn't get a vaccine and because, really want because of ideology. Okay. What's the ideology there? I don't really know. I don't the, understand it either, but right, yeah. Okay. But the ideology, well, maybe because the ideology, you, you watched it at home. Right. Because you, you're so busy. I mean, this is one, by the way, that people tell me that if you're in a room and you talk like this, I give it to you. Yes, it's, it's kind of like it's not even tagged. You're it. The it's Delta like variant you're it. is highly contagious. Right. So therefore, I think that um, you'd like to stay at home and watch Black Widow. And I, look, I have nothing to say about Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Good. <laughs> we heard enough yesterday. I had nothing to say about Kate Winslet, Mayor. I have nothing to say about anything. <laughs> well, I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> recent history would prove otherwise. I can go into the Wawa just because of Mayor. <laughs> Get your free T-shirt. Yep. Did a lot for Delco, that's for sure. Yes, that's did. Uh, so a little, bit, a little bit of soggy trading here. Dow's down 20. Let's get to Bob Bassani. Hey, Bob. Good morning, Carl. It is a very modest report to a hot inflation number. Essentially no change in the 10-year yield, uh, about 12 points in the S&P. Considering how hot that number is, very modest response. Take a look at the sector. Somewhat defensive tone with the uh, Consumer staples, healthcare leading early on. Tech's now uh, up slightly here. Banks typically weak. This, this happens a lot going into earnings season the week before and, and, and the week of earnings season. Banks typically sell off a little bit, even though the bank numbers were still overall excellent. Notice the reopening stocks have been very toppy the last month. The airlines have been slowly trending downward. This is in line with a sort of peak reopening story. So United's a little weak today, got a downgrade uh, over at one of the, uh, the wirehouses. Uh, some of the other uh, airline stocks also weak. Royal Caribbean host hotels also uh, a bit on the downside. So earnings season starting. And the key story here is very, very high expectations. Now, normally we get these numbers. The analysts have numbers, expectations. This is, uh, in theory, the mother of all earnings reports here. We're talking about earnings for the second quarter, 65 percent above the second quarter of last year. Those numbers are absolutely huge at this point. So we're seeing a, a big, big move up here uh, in earnings, 65 percent. And I said the whisper numbers here are now 80 percent 
year over year. Remember whisper numbers? They were gone years ago. Now they're back again. They're expecting the analysts to again underestimate the actual numbers and are anticipating really huge uh, numbers coming in. So far, they've been right. If you look at the earnings beats today, at the percentage of the companies, the percentage of the earnings beats by the companies reported, Goldman Sachs, you know, look at these numbers here, 47 percent above. J.P. Morgan, 18, Pepsi Company, uh, PepsiCo, 12 percent. These are big beats. Typically, companies beat 3 to 5 percent. This has been going on for a long time now. Almost 20 percent beats is very typical for a typical company. Uh, take a look at the early performers. The companies had reported a few weeks ago. They've also had great numbers. So Nike had enormous beat. Kroger, Costco, Oracle. You see these numbers? All close to 20 percent beats here. The only one that wasn't a big beat was FedEx. That was in line with expectations. Guess what? FedEx has never traded above its report that day. That was June 24th. It's been below that ever since. So there's an indication. If you don't have a significant beat coming in, you're not going to go anywhere for uh, for at least several weeks here. Meantime, the other big issue is higher costs. We heard some of the comments today from Fastenal and Conagra. Fastenal raised prices. They're successfully raising prices to combat higher costs. Conagra, actually, this is very unusual, had to cut its full-year guidance uh, on the higher costs. That's a big issue. I haven't seen that in a long time. They're instituting price hikes, but it's lagging the cost increases as a result, and they're going into a new uh, new fiscal year. As a result, uh, their, their, their numbers are going to be lagging because they can't raise the prices fast enough to account for the higher costs. In terms of the earnings numbers, so even now you see these great earnings numbers from, from Goldman, not much of a reaction. Same with J.P. Morgan. PepsiCo, up a little bit here. That's a new high, 152. Yeah, that should be a new high for PepsiCo. And Fastenal, ConAgra is, of course, the one that actually instituted the, uh, the decline in their earnings guidance overall. But you see here, good numbers, with the exception perhaps of ConAgra. And Carl, not much of a reaction from the markets. Back to you. All right, Bob. Thank you very much. Speaking of a little reaction, uh, check a look at the bond market today. See how Treasuries are faring after we did get CPI uh, earlier uh, this morning at 830 Eastern Time. Uh, Take a look at yields. Ten-year, 1356. We got to 138, which was about the highest since July 6th, but they are off the highs of the day. Stay tuned for an exclusive with San Francisco Fed President Mary Daly later this morning on Tech Check at 11.15 Eastern Time. Dow's down 44, and we're back in a minute. From here, I remain concerned about the prospect of a pandemic resurgence. The Delta variant, should it spread further, could spear policy actions that slow economic growth. We are already seeing this play out in places like Hong Kong and Australia and potentially in parts of Europe. While vaccine take-up is progressing, it is not consistent across communities and nations, including parts of the United States. Widespread vaccine distribution and high vaccine rates are critical to open and thriving economies. I want to urge policymakers, government officials, and business leaders across jurisdictions to do all they can to facilitate these efforts. That was Goldman Sachs CEO David Solomon on the company's earnings call. Of course, those are scripted. Uh, you know, those opening statements are all scripted. So obviously he wanted everybody to listen to that in terms of his view of the Delta variant and the, and the risk that it uh, poses. He did also say, guys, that uh, we're in the middle of a significant economic rebound. That's not a surprise to anybody, no. driven by the lifting of restrictions, vaccines, and, of course, support from central banks. Again, that was part of his script. We'll see when they get to the Q&A whether he says anything of, of news worthiness and certainly will bring it to you. And remember, once they uh, report, uh, managing directors can sell. Window gets open. Right, window gets open. Everybody has the same information. So usually I tell people to wait three days if they want to buy Goldman. Um, I do think that Goldman has distinguished itself as 
uh, ever since the stock was at 220.30, and they're really horrified that they were selling at seven times earnings. It was almost like everybody just said, come on, we got to start delivering. Uh, but I, I hope you trust it's the hybrid, because the hybrid clearly did work for so had a great year so far. The stock, 43%. Well, as you see the gains. It's well above book value. Remember when it used to trade? I do. They I were do. horrified. City now, the one, one of the few that trades well below. You, brought, below. you brought that up yesterday. I did. I did. And You're obviously focused on that. I am a little focused on City. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's going to be fascinating. Again, Solomon's with us at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern time. After all we've gotten so far this morning, uh, S&P's down two points. We're back in a moment. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. Well, look, I mean, if you listen to what Raymond LaGuardia is talking about at PepsiCo, which is the stock, the leading percentage gainer in the S&P, he's talking about taking share from Coca-Cola. So it's not like they should both be going up. It's, it's a zero-sum game. So, I mean, if you want to buy Coca-Cola, you think suddenly people are, are – the only thing that is true is, is that people are now driving and they're going into Wawa's and buying Mountain Dews and uh, Coca-Cola and Coke Zero. But I question whether they both should be up, and I would be a little more careful of uh, Coca-Cola, and, as much as I like them. Right, because it like, sounds like you're favoring Pepsi for now. have to, because yeah. Frito-Lay is doing so well that they can pass on any cost. I don't know if you've had the uh, the new the Red Hot, you know, burn your mouth. Flaming Cheetos. They're incredible. Yeah. Aren't they great? Kids are addicted. I know. Yeah. Fire extinguisher in the house, always, <laughs> always, David. Carry have a fire extinguisher. I do. <laughs> Jim, what's tonight at six o'clock? Tonight I'm, I'm calling it top in oil. Well, I have someone who wants to. I I think oil goes could go to hundred, but I've got a great chartist. Concerned. Oh my God, new course down. Will you look at this day? This day is about Apple, and it, 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 it's about Microsoft. It's a, it's about Fang. <laughs> Fang. Remember that? Remember Fang? I created Fang. Yes, I never got credit for it. No, you did. There's not a we, plaque. We tried. There's not terrible. Your whole it's life. It's a way station it's for horrible. GIs and the way to Los Angeles. things you don't get credit for. And then watch kind of never really had the same. No, yeah, didn't. No. I just didn't catch you on I'm the still mad about that Iron Man stuff that you didn't get paid for. I got for. a hat. Everyone yeah. else made hundreds of thousands of dollars. The injustice of it all, Carl. It never ends. <laughs> it doesn't. And I don't have a yacht. I was with a friend last night, a 120-foot yacht. You said, how big's your yacht? I said, I don't have a yacht. He said, are you going to the moon? <laughs> Boston <laughs> whalers are nice too, yeah, Jim. Said, they are. Yes. You want to know how I could demonstrate my wealth? I said, I'll pick up the check. Well, 11 houses ain't bad. <laughs> we'll see you tonight. Uh, Mad Money, 6 o'clock. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.